You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzz with Mankiran and Natasha. This is a trigger warning. The topic that we are about to talk about highlights domestic violence and suicide. So if you are in need of help, there's the Battered Women's Support Services, 604-652-1867. The suicide line is 1-833-456-4566. We're going to be talking about the story of Mandeep Kaur based in New York. She filmed a video of herself citing years of abuse by her husband, allegedly for giving birth only to daughters, and said she could no longer take the abuse and ended up taking her own life. The story of Mandeep Kaur has now sparked a conversation on the topic of domestic violence and how do we break this pattern. We're now speaking to Dr. Balbir Gurm, part of the nursing faculty at Kwatlin Polytechnic University and founder at the Network to Eliminate Violence in Relationships. Dr. Gurm, I want to thank you so much this morning for joining us. Uh, Thank you for having me. This is such a sad topic. This really is a sad topic. And I just wanted to get, you know, first off, your reaction to this story. Yeah, I was very saddened and uh, disheartened because I thought that we had done so much work on uh, the biology of sex of a child, that it is not the woman's um, genetic material that decides. It's the male's genetic material. So when, um, you know, we get somebody who's so stressed because they're the ones who are creating the girls. They're not. It's actually the male sperm that carries that. Uh, So that's sad in itself. And then the other one is, as a society, we still want boys rather than girls. And that's another issue that, you know, I've been working on since my very young adult days, and it still hasn't changed. And it doesn't make sense anymore because culturally, I think it made a bit of sense because we came from farming communities and men needed to do physical labor and that's how you kept the house going. But these days, the girls are the ones that are more educated. Quite often in the family, they're the ones who make more money than the male does. Yet this male privilege and the idea in our community that we must have sons, um, it's still, uh, you know, I get... Uh, sometimes saddened by that fact because, like I said, we've been working on this for so long to educate the community that a human is a human. It doesn't matter if it's a girl or a boy. That's exactly it. I mean, the feelings that you're feeling, I'm feeling the exact same way. And then it, it kind of brings me to the topic. I mean, domestic violence especially, it is something that happens, of course, across all communities. It's not just something that goes on in the South Asian community. But one of the things I just really want to highlight, and there's this one journalist who said something very interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Her name is Tarnjit Kaur Parmar. And she said, Mandeep Kaur is an example of how our mothers, their mothers and women are now treated in a society that only values men, a society that will shame women for leaving abuse instead of holding their sons accountable. Domestic violence is an issue in the community. Don't ignore it. Why are we so silent on this issue, and why does this inequality continue? Yeah, the inequality continues all around the world because we have patriarchal societies. When we look at even uh, some of the traditions we have, and we still carry them out, right? You've got... um, uh, the dolly being carried by men. You have, you know, well, let's even back up. When uh, children are born, there's uh, still a bigger celebration for uh, boys than girls. And then as they're moving throughout life, uh, they're privileged. They're also privileged through uh, social media, through songs and uh, other uh, cultural events, um, at weddings, right? 
you will see it's the boys that help the girl around. Uh, and there, that's just some of the things. And then also in the traditional, if the, um, if the parents died, it was the son who lit them on fire, right, for cremation. So it's these kind of things that still continue, and we don't challenge the traditions. Um, maybe we can keep the traditions but have them mean something else, or we can include women in them too. Like there's been a few weddings I've been to where they've done, like, you know, when they do the melanin, um, usually men do it. Mm-hmm. And there was one wedding where they did women too, which um, I thought was wonderful. But then people were complaining, why are they doing the ladies too? And so to me, why are we doing the men in the first place then? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Yeah, because yeah, usually um, these days, it's not like the old days. Again, these are all tied back to old tradition. Uh, when somebody was getting married, they would um, come to where the bride lived. They had never met them before. And so it was an introduction in those patriarchal, patriarchal terms. And so you had the men meeting the men. And women were not to be seen in those days. Remember, they used to wear depaktas, so they covered their face and everything. So that's where it arises from. But now, we, in modern society, we've got boys and girls that sometimes are even living together before they're married. We've got um, them dating, talking to each other. We have the parents meeting the family. Like, they've done all of this. So is there a need to do a Melanie would be my question. And if there is, then why do we still do it in the old way when that really is not where the community is at in terms of where we live and how the world is right now? Certainly. So much has changed, and I'm definitely noticing those changes right there. And, you know, the other part, Dr. Gurm, that always comes up when we we talk about domestic violence is you see this woman, Mandeep Kaur, she said she was in this relationship for eight years. She was dealing with this abuse. Even her in-laws were okay with their son beating her. And I think that was the other part that really shocked me because I to myself, in this day and age, you've still got this kind of behavior that is happening. And why is it so hard for, you know, people like Mandeep Kaur, victims of domestic abuse, to leave these situations? Yeah, so there's many reasons, not just one, but the one that uh, quickly comes to mind is people stay for the children. They stay uh, if they're dependent on them. They stay for edjotske, you know, loki, goge, uh, family's reputation. Uh, those are just a few of the things that I can think of off the top of my head. But there are many, many reasons why women do stay, and when they do leave, some of our research says that they will have thought about leaving or being abused at least um, eight, sometimes 13 times uh, before they actually leave, Um, and that's with, you know, thinking about leaving, uh, trying to leave, and then changing their mind, and so forth and so on. And it's all those things, because, again, society normalizes abuse. That's what you're saying to me when you say, oh, the mother-in-law or the father-in-law knew, but they let it continue. Because we've all been um, socialized into believing that it's okay to hit someone. It's okay to emotionally abuse them. And uh, myself included, we've been raised that way. And so for us to get out of that, it has to be a conscious decision. Like, I have to consciously think about even what I'm doing or what others are saying, and how is that impacting the other person? 
we don't even realize it. We play a, uh, a part in it. Like, even if you look at some of the um, older bolia, you know, they talk about, uh, the one that comes to mind is Saskutuni Suduk Veole, right? Like, why would you beat up your mother-in-law? Mm-hmm. You know, it, like, these are the kind of things that keep perpetuating that myth um, that it's okay to beat. I guess it's not a myth because society has accepted that, but we need to change that. And we need to change what we're doing in our song and our dance. We need to change in how we're reacting when others are being abused, and we need to speak up. Uh, if we don't speak up, this will continue for many more generations. Joapne kaha, it makes so much sense, Dr. Gurm, because when I heard this story of Mandeep Kaur, and I realized that it's an eight years of torture, and mm-hmm. to think of ki Richmond Hill, uh, it could be likened to ek jagar sari mein ho sakti thi, right? It could just be likened to that kind of a, a place. And wahan par hamari jo society hai, our community knew that this was happening to Mandeep. So, aapko kya lagta hai? How can we as a community be more uh, vocal about, you know, showing our support to our sisters who are going through this? Because, you know, ye hamesha hota hai ki shadi ki hai, समझौता कर लें कर लो बच्चे हैं यू नो थोड़ा एडजस्टमेंट कर लो ठीक हो जाएगा यू नो इट समथिंग विल विल बी राइट इवेंचुअली यू इन अ मैरिज मेक इट वर्क ये हम कहते हैं हमारी बहनों को वी टॉकिंग लाइक वी टॉक लाइक दिस टू आर डॉटर्स एज वेल be there and don't judge them, listen to their story, and then get them into resources. You know, the abuser too, the offender, but also the uh, person who's a survivor, so that they can both learn. And they have to go to counseling or therapy, both of them. Quite often there's, um, well I should, can't say quite often, but there is an association between if you were abused as a young child, you are more likely to abuse. And so we don't know her husband's history and what's happened to him. And this may be his own way of coping with stress, with conflict, and so forth. Um, So what we can do as a society then is learn how to deal with conflict non-verbally. Well, verbally and uh, non-verbally and not uh, by hitting someone or emotionally abusing them. So we have to learn the language of caring and caring for each other um, and trying to understand even um, in some respect when a person blows up, it's a coping mechanism, right? So uh, with uh, the situation we're talking about with this young woman, she blew up because she could not cope with her situation anymore. She did not know what else to do. Uh, she may have even tried ca- calling um, helplines, I don't know. But uh, we do have helplines uh, in our area anyways, and we have them 24-7. I know you gave out one number, but there's a provincial line, which is either 211 in the lower mainland. It sometimes doesn't work in all areas of BC, though it's supposed to, but the other one is a 1-800-563-0808. And they've got 150 different languages. So anybody who's out there who needs help 
can themselves get help, but we as a community, every time we see somebody being abused, whether it's a child being hit or yelled at for no reason, we need to speak up and say it's not okay. And because we don't speak up, we think it's not our business, uh, then we end up supporting violence and saying, oh yeah, it's okay to hit your kid, or it's okay to scream at your wife because she didn't have your dinner made, or, you know, all these things that happen um, in, in abuse situations. So I always blame society. I, I hold the offenders accountable for their behavior, but it is society that says it's okay. And we really need to change that ourselves. And Dr. Gurm, what do you think is holding back the women from making a complaint, from coming forward and speaking up about their abuse at home? Okay, so abuse is a little bit different than, um, it, I mean, it's still a crime. But, you know, you hit a stranger and you have no quarrels phoning the police. When it's a loved one, that's exactly the problem. You love that person. You don't want them to get into trouble. They don't, uh, you don't want them to, you know, end up in prison. In fact, when I did a research study, oh God, I think about 11, 12 years ago, one of the things women said to us was that I just want the abuse to stop. I don't want my husband to go to jail. So I think everybody out there has that misconception that they ask for help and the person's going to go to jail. I'm telling everyone listening today, you can ask for help and not do a police complaint. Okay? And the service organizations will still help you figure out how to best deal with your situation. Uh, maybe it's counseling. Maybe it's learning how to be more assertive if you still want to be in the same situation. Maybe it's a different way of communicating with your spouse. Um, so it can be a variety of things. But they can, all people, women, trans, even men are being abused, can call the helpline and get help without reporting to the police. And I think we have to get that message out as well. Dr. Balbir Gurm, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. You take care. Thank you so much for allowing me space to talk about this issue because we can't stay silent. So thank you very much. You're so welcome. Bye now. Bye-bye.